Hello, welcome to the County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of the Conversation, we're going to talk with Diane Cohen, Division Director for Technical Operations with Fairfax County's Public Library. We're going to talk about the most popular books of 2017, as well as learn about some of the other formats other than books that are popular at the library and maybe kind of take a look at some trends and other things. Who knows what's going to come up, Diane? Thanks for, for being with us. Thanks for having me. Always, always a popular uh, uh, topic and show. We, we did this last year, I think, for the first time, and it was hugely popular. Everybody's mm-hmm. interested in kind of learning about what's number one and what's trending and, and kind of a behind-the-scenes look at the library, if you will. Before we do that, we're going to tease everybody a little bit. Okay. Talk about you a little bit. Part of the podcast is kind of get to know the county employees. So how did Diane Cohen get to the Fairfax County Public Library? Was it your lifelong dream to work in technical (laughs) operations for the library system? Oh, well, I don't know that I would say it was a lifelong dream. (laughs) Uh, But oddly, um, when I made the discovery that I wanted to work in libraries, I realized that all throughout elementary school and high school, I had been working in libraries. I'd been volunteering in my school library. Uh, And so um, I was having a discussion with my um, boyfriend at the time, and he says, well, what do you want to do? And I came out with, well, I want to be a librarian. And he just kind of looked at me like, what? What? (laughs) Um, And yeah, um, it was kind of a shocker to me as well. And I was like, yeah, yeah, this is what I want to do. And ever since then, uh, that was in the early, (laughs) that was previously. (laughs) And uh, so I then um, went to get my MLS and I joined Fairfax County um, back after I got my MLS. And then I left the county and went on walkabout and came back um, after getting some experience in um, private industry, mm. in, um, you know, some software development mm. for libraries oh, wow. and things along that line. And so I came back and technical operations is just an amazing fit. I was going to ask technical, technical operations for a library. What, what does that entail? Um, well, in this particular case, we do all of the materials management. So anything that um, if we're getting books, if we're getting um, uh, non-traditional materials like thermal cameras or audiobooks, e-audiobooks, the databases, all of that comes through technical operations. We do wow. the selection, the acquisition. Um, it's paid for through our financial services, but uh, we deal with all of that. And then it comes in, it gets cataloged so that it can be accessed by all our right, public, right. processed so they can find it on the shelves, um, and, and then it goes out to the branches. Mm-hmm. Um, and in technical operations, we deal with all of that and then integrating it with um, announcing it on our website or mm-hmm. – um, putting it in our the Wowbury newsletter, which comes right. out weekly, which right. announces all of the new additions to the collection. Yeah. Um, so, you know, at a high level, that's that's what right, we do right. at technical operations. The the other formats, if you will, mm-hmm. I think you mentioned, you know, the the ebook or the audio book, those type of things, growing in popularity over the past several years. Um, for sure, um, our ebooks um, have been taking off great guns over the last five years. Mm. Um, When you look at the current trend, it's kind of settling out. Uh, Fairfax Mm. County actually has the largest, um, one of the largest um, 
ebook and e-audiobook circulations in the country. Um, we have over a million circulations just in those formats, um, and that's in the top 10 around the country. Um, we have our e-audiobooks have started this year really trending up, and I think that has something to do with the commute in this area. Um, but e-books have slightly flatlined, but that's not saying a lot because that's still going up in percentage. Right. Um, so those have taken off. We have a lot more people, um, even with our um, database resources, who are now able to access outside of the library's hours and and beyond the walls of the library. So they're pretty much it, the library and its resources are available. 24 seven, hmm. and they're available no matter where you are, even no matter where you are in the world. Hmm. Um, a lot of our um, citizens are, are travelers. Um, and so when our residents travel overseas, they're still able oh, through wow. the internet yeah. to download and access, they can access their account yeah, and they can, yeah. you know, access eBooks, with, et cetera. With their library card? Or? With their library card <laughs> okay. and, um, and their device. Yeah. Um, and so, wow. We're available wherever you are, um, whenever you are. Yeah. So books uh, truly have taken on new forms and reaching mm -hmm. more and more, more and more people. More and more people. And we've added some different formats um, that are not so much book, but some of our highest circulation circulating items. Um, I'll talk about the specific titles momentarily, but some of the highest circulating items we've had are um, we introduced thermal cameras in a partnership with Energy Action Fairfax, and we have um, nature backpacks that were provided through a partnership with the Library of Virginia and the Science Museum of Virginia. Um, and those have taken off really? hugely, hugely. We The thermal cameras, we haven't had one stay in a library because they've been out circulating right, right. since we launched them. Um, and the nature backpacks are only just now um, beginning to stay in the library right, right. Um, because we've had holds since we launched them on Earth Day. Uh, very quickly, if you sure. could. I don't want to veer off too much, but maybe 30 seconds on the thermal camera and 30 seconds on the nature backpack. Oh, what, what it is, what they do. Uh, the thermal camera is a way for you to take a look at your house. Um, it plugs into your device. You can then see thermal imagery of, um, so infrared imagery of where there may be leaks or heat loss um, in your house so that you know as winter comes in, you can now go have a project for yourself to add in um, the insulation mm. or or put some caulking around certain areas. Um, with the Nature Backpacks, those are um, part of our STEM collection, um, the Science, Technology, Engineering, Mathematics, and those include um, information. They're a backpack that's put together, and it includes um, tarps and fishing nets um, and binoculars so you can go out and you can observe nature, you can be a part of nature, and you can learn more about it because we've also included handouts um, and information, you know, about that. So you can go out and very be very hands-on yeah. and learn um, using these resources from the cool. library. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, cool. they're very popular. So we kind of tease this at the beginning of the show, I think, that's that some of the most popular items at the library weren't necessarily books, and I guess those are two of those them? Are, those or, are two or of them. The and top two, maybe? Uh, no, they're not the top okay. two. Books were still books okay. were still number one. Um, we still had um, our, our biggest circulations were from the books. Um, 
but you know part of that has to do with the number of books that we're able to have um, versus the number of thermal cameras. Um, But we are looking at ways of exploring and and growing this. So it's not just the books. Books are still a very major part of who we are, um, books and literacy. But that's not all we are. You know, libraries are growing the way um, our technology and innovation is growing in this country. Libraries are growing along with them. Mm. I think that might be a good segue into trends, if we can, because Certainly. maybe there's some trends that you want to talk about <laughs> with technology or some other trends w- with the books. But uh, looking at, at 2017, any kind of things that you've you've seen trend-wise that you, you can um, address? Most of the trends that I've been looking at um, and have seen in the past year and, and the staff has seen has to do with – we see that in themes in the books. Um, and so we have things like the, the STEM and the coding. And you saw that with Hidden Figures, um, Code Girls. Um, there were there were several others. The Woman Who Smashed Codes is an active one that's doing really well right now. Um, and some things on Bletchley Park, mm-hmm. right? So uh, those – that kind of information is um, – is coming to the fore. We're also seeing a lot of focus on civic engagement. Um, one of the top teen books um, is called The Hate You Give, and it had to do with um, a young young African-American girl had seen one of her friends shot and killed, and this led her um, to become a bit more active um, in various ways. And it's been very well received, and it's been very popular. Mm. Um, and it And it's on point for some of the things we've seen um, in this in the country in the past few years as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a focus on the refugee and the immigrant experience. Again, a reflection of what we're seeing in in the human condition currently. Um, and there have been quite a number of those. And it's not just current um, things that are happening, but also it goes back into history as well with a number of items. Um, there's a really wonderful um, picture book by Francisca Sana, I think it is. I'm probably butchering that. Um, And I can't be of any help. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That one is called The Journey, um, and it's a really stunning picture book. Mm. So it's all ages um, that we're seeing this. There was one uh, poetry book um, called, oh, what was it? Um, The we crossed a bridge and it trembled. Hmm. Um, voices from Syria and it's um, actual Syrian refugees who have contributed poetry mm-hmm. about their experience wow. um, um, in in the past two years. So we're seeing things like that. There's a lot of diversity that we're seeing. It's always been there, but we're seeing a, a bit more of a renaissance on that. Um, and it's not just in the authors and the illustrators. It's also in the characters. Um, and it's going beyond what I'll call the kind of traditional diversity that we've seen, and it's moving into um, countries that hadn't really been covered well previously. Mm-hmm. And this is fiction and nonfiction. Um, Exit West is um, an example of that, um, and that's been on the short list for several prizes. Um, so, you know, these are the kind of things that we're seeing, and a lot of it is a reflection um of what's happening in our world, mm-hmm. and um, it's happening throughout your fiction, your nonfiction, right, and right. your juvenile and teen. I mean, it's it's throughout everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, graphic novels are enjoying a renaissance as well. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, they they always do well um, in terms of the publications, and there's a lot of artistry to it. Um, but the graphic novels are 
are really taking off. We've had quite a number of things. It started with um, uh, Congressman Lewis's march um, last last year um, was a pretty big um, item, and that has continued through. A really interesting nonfiction. Um, I've never really been a big graphic novel person, mm-hmm. um, but I've seen some just amazing work. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I read was um, The Hunting Accident, which is a story of crime and poetry. And it actually is a true story of um, a young man who um, actually got sent to prison and had his life changed um, by Leopold. Uh, as, as as Leopold and Loeb, um, and he was his um, cellmate, hmm. and it just goes on from there. Right. But it was a really fascinating kind of story. Any particular reason why that, that we can determine, or do certain types of books just run in cycles? And I don't know if this is cyclical or not, but I'm wondering if these the link between um, what we're seeing in the the Marvel and the mm. the the Justice League kind of the Marvel and the DC Comics universe yeah. and seeing some of that getting a little more street cred I d- I don't know what to call it right. um, but getting a little more um, attention paid to it so those I think are bringing along the graphic novels but the graphic novels really do stand on their own outside yeah. of the the those kind of universe characters but I think that. Um, Helps draw attention to it. Yeah, the attention that's being drawn to that, I think, is helping ground some of the um, the um, things that people might kind of sneer at um, previously. Um, You know, oh, it's just a comic book. No, there's so much more than that. There's a lot of depth to these. We're on the County Conversation talking with Diane Cohen, Division Director for Technical Operations with Fairfax County's Public Library. Interesting conversation so far and few minutes left, and I think we're going to try to dive into uh, to, to the list, if we will, the, you know, the drum roll, please, kind of look at the, the top books of 2017. I don't know if you have these broken down in any kind of um, format, genre, how you've got it. I'll just kind of let you kind of explain how this is, and we'll kind of go through the the 2017 top books from Fairfax County Public Library. Okay. Um, For 2017, um, the top circulating books, um, some of them were from 2016 still. Um, For instance, in the nonfiction, we have Hillbilly Elegy. Um, Now, Hillbilly Elegy has been on, it just fell off the New York Times bestseller list Mm -hmm. in the past month. Um, So it has been on the bestseller list um, pretty much as long as I've been in my position (laughs) at technical operations. I was just like, wow, this thing just keeps going. Um, Hidden Figures was another Mm -hmm. um, top circulating in the nonfiction. Um, In fiction, we had our usual cast of candidates with um, John Grisham and Michael Connolly um, being very high up there. The Whistler by John Grisham, um, Commonwealth by Ann Patchett, uh, and then... The Wrong Side of Goodbye with Michael Connolly. Those were big movers in mm-hmm. um, 2017. Now, in the in the teen area, um, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, the screenplay, um, or maybe it's Cursed Child, um, by Jack Thorne, that one um, was huge. And that one was huge in both um, E and print format. The Fault in Our Stars by John Green, um, who, by the way, has a current one out, um, Turtles All the Way Down, which is another 
um, that one's moving. It didn't mm. quite make our top right. list because it was released late in uh-huh. 2017. Okay. Okay. Um, but that one's moving very well as well, and that's John Green. And, of course, perennial favorite, uh, Suzanne Collins with the mm. Hunger Games series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's up there as well. Mo Willems swept the juvenile candidate. Mm. Mo Willems does um, Elephant and Piggy, um, that series. And so we had a couple. Um, we had three from him. His top ones were I'm a Frog. Waiting is not easy, and a big guy took my ball, which is about a whale stealing uh, Piggy's ball. Interesting. Yeah. Um, for ebooks, Girl on a Train, um, which mm. m- has a movie, obviously, yeah. with mm-hmm. that. Rogue Lawyer um, by John Grisham, and Hillbilly Elegy, seeing once again. Um, in E Audio Adult, um, was interesting because for the first time we had a nonfiction kind of taking, uh, I think it's for the first time, let me let me say that. Um, the Zookeeper's Wife by Dan, Diane Ackerman. And that actually was published in 2014, mm. but the movie came out this year. Gotcha. And so there was the resurgence. Mm, um, and that's actually a trend that, I didn't talk about as 2017, but that's an overall trend we see in libraries. When right. a movie is released, the Just books kicks back, kicks back in. Mm-hmm. So is that something you guys have to look at ahead of time and say, this, oh, this yes. book, this movie is coming out, maybe we should go ahead and stock up? We, or, do, we yeah, do that. We, yeah. we prepare for it. We, we take a look at <clears throat> if we see a movie coming, we take a look at what are our holdings doing, um, how much are they circulating, and we yeah. kind of eyeball that. Um, um, one of the other um, – 1984 – was a big one, George Orwell's 1984. That is a almost pure reflection of what was happening in the past mm. two years. Um, so, um, and we've seen that also in kind of our books into movies side of things with The Handmaid's Tale coming onto Hulu. Mm. You know, that having a, um, that that again is a reflection. Right. Um, our teen ebook. Um, was The Hundred Lies of Lizzie Lovett by Chelsea Sadati. I think it's Sadati. Um, and that was actually a, a an all-reads book, so we had a lot of copies of that. Miss hmm. Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children and Fifth Wave. Fifth Wave is a bit more sci-fi, mm-hmm. um, but the, I, I really enjoy that. And that one also has a movie. Right. Um, for, is that uh, yeah, go fifth, ahead. fifth Wave? The Fifth Wave. Is that an is that an older movie or is that a new one? Um, I think the movie was this past year. Okay. Maybe. I must have missed that one. Maybe I watched it on Netflix. Maybe that's why I'm thinking it was this year. Maybe it was the year before. I, time is time yeah, is I can't, elastic. I can't, I can't picture that one. Yeah. Um, let's see. A couple um, minutes left. A couple minutes left. Okay. So in the teen audio, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, Hunger Games again, and The Maze Runner by James Dashner. The, Seems like pretty consistent. That one has there. movies yeah. coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the things that we weren't able to really um, get into as much, you know, some of the books that were published in 2017 um, were <clears throat> the ones that were published in 2017 and did well in 2017. Mm. We had one called, uh, for nonfiction, The Undoing Project was one, and that was... Um, that kind of meets into our STEM steam trend mm-hmm. as well, because mm-hmm. um, it was about um, two data analyst scientists. It's by Lewis, who also did Moneyball, mm-hmm. um, and it, his work in Moneyball was based on the work that these two data scientists did, 
and Daniel Kahneman, and I, I can't remember the other gentleman's name, um, but Daniel Kahneman also came out with a book, Thinking Fast and Slow. So if you're really interested right. wow. in kind of wrapping your head around all of that, you can look at The Undoing Project, Thinking Fast and Slow, and Moneyball and see how all of those kind of come together. Right. Um, so there's just some amazing things happening. The Fix is the largest one right now. Uh, David Baldacci, who is a local author in Fairfax County, um, and that one is topping our published in 2017 and doing really, really well wow. also. Wow. Um, so we have our standard perennial favorites um, mm. that always do well. Suzanne Collins in The Youth, um, Veronica uh, Holt, you know, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and we have to kind of remind our listeners that there's more than one library in Fairfax County. So, oh, yes. so there's lots of branches <laughs> and, and things that you have to take in consideration with all the books, not just the popular mm-hmm. books, but trying to make sure you have enough quantity for everyone and that type of thing. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's it's it's can't, very can't imagine it's very easy. It's hard to balance. Um, we have a we have a budget that we need to um, go to because, um, and we're always coming up against budget and demand. Um, I think we would have much higher circulation um, on a lot of these items. I think it would be much more like the retail, where it's a one for one. Um, we keep our holds list under control, hmm. um, but there are still some items that you know just have amazing number of holds on right. them. Uh, I believe uh, is or Dan Brown's Origin right now has over twelve hundred holds on it, wow. um, and so we are fast and furious. You know, buying items we're leasing. We have the ability to lease materials hmm. um, in print that we can then transfer in, and so to meet that spike in demand. Yeah. And then over the you know next year or the year after, we'll still have quite a number of copies, but we're then able to return right. the leased items. Um, and that's one way we help to manage that. Well, I guess a good reminder for folks, enjoy the library, enjoy all the resources, but when you're done, get it back in. Yes, please, <laughs> please do. Um, and you know, for your eBooks, they can be returned early. Um, there is a mechanism to do that. So you don't have to keep it for the whole three weeks. If you finish it in a day or two, there are ways to return it, and any library staff can can help you with that. Awesome. Um, can um, I talk about the 2018 books, or very, do we need very, to wrap? Let's. Um, we'll take about a minute. Okay. Give your last last little bit here. Last little bit. Um, our fiction selector um, gently reminded me that I should point out a few things. Okay. Um, we have the Immortalists by Chloe Benjamin is going to be big. Um, we think Three Daughters of Eve by. Elif Shafak, I'm sorry, S-H-A-F-A-K. My apologies for butchering that. I wouldn't have even attempted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Women in Sunlight by Frances Mays. She's the same author who did Under the Tuscan Sun. Um, So those are kind of three that we want to look at for adult fiction. Interesting. For adult, uh, for nonfiction, um, there's a movie coming out... um, Brave, I believe, is going to be pretty pretty big. I apologize. That isn't the, the movie. But mm-hmm. um, Brave by Rose McGowan, once again, yeah, a reflection. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is no more Mo Willems' Elephant and Piggy. However, the characters are continuing on under other authors, under the series Elephant and Piggy Like to Read. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to let people know um, we think those are going to continue to be big. Um, the final book of the Five Kingdoms series by Brandon Mull is a teen series, and that one will be coming out, and we think that's going to be big. There are a couple of short stories that we think 
people ought to be mm-hmm. ought to be aware mm-hmm. of because short stories don't tend to circulate quite as well for us. Right. Um, and yet they're 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 always, in my opinion, they're an overlooked um, resource. Um, when you have less time on your hands, right, right. Um, I find that a really good way to get get my literature on without you know having to dive into an entire yeah. book. Um, one is called "You Think It, I'll Say It." And another is five carat soul. And that's C A R A T, like the mm. like the diamond. Um, by James McBride is the second one. Five carat soul. Wow, you heard it here first. Yeah. Some things to look forward to. Diane, thanks for uh, for being with us on the County Conversation. Some awesome information, some fascinating uh, looks at 2017 trends, things to look ahead for 2018, and of course the the review of the popular books and other media items. Mm-hmm. Always uh, interesting for me as well as for everyone listening. So thanks for uh, sharing that. Absolutely. If folks need to get more information about the libraries, branch locations, anything like that, where can they go? Uh, They can go to our website, uh, www.fairfaxcounty.gov forward slash library. Okay. Um, I would give out a phone number, but because we have so many branches, um, if you are interested, you'll find the information on the website for that. Find branch locations, hours, information on everything you need to know about Mm -hmm. the library. Again, fairfaxcounty.gov slash library. All right. Diane, thanks for being with us on the County Conversation. Thanks to you for listening and uh, for joining us. Uh, Remind you that if you need more county news and event information, you can go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash news, or you can call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. The County Conversation is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia Government.